welcome to episode seven of the Noir Girl Experience. I'm Zaria. I'm Aziza. And today's episode is a very special episode because, well, is it really that special? We honestly just didn't want to talk for like an hour plus, so we got here. Here we are. (laughs) Um, I want to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. I want to call this like a wild card episode. Yeah. Because I feel like we'll probably do this, like, once in a while. Yeah. When we don't, like, have a set topic. Yeah. Change the vibe up. Yeah. So, if you've been living under a rock, <laughs> you wouldn't know that there's been a lot of lists going around. Um, rapper lists, um, singer lists. R&B singer lists. Yeah, a bunch of lists going around. <laughs> and... A lot of them have been trash. I'm not going <laughs> to hold you. But that inspired us today to come to you guys and give you guys our favorite albums, like, ever. But this, this is our opinion, though. Yeah. We're not it's saying... on our our taste for music. Yes, yes. For our top five albums. Yes. We're not saying, period, these are the best albums, like... No, this is our favorite albums, our five favorite albums. Are we going to popcorn it? Yeah, we're going to go back and forth. Okay. So we're going to, like, count down from five to one. Okay. Period. (laughs) (laughs) And we did not tell each other what was on our list, by the way. So I'm, like, dying because I literally know Aziz's list low-key. Like, (laughs) because I just know her. I already know. I just know. Once she says it, I'll be like, bitch, I knew that was on your list. <laughs> so, Aziza, go first. What's your number five? Okay, my number five is... <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm sorry. So, my number five is P2 by Party Next Door. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say that's your five. I'm no, like, it's not my five. It's okay. on my list, though. Oh, see? I knew it was going to be right there. I knew it's it. It's on my list. But that album... Well, isn't it a mixtape, technically? Is it? I believe so. I thought he re- re-released it as an album. You know, I, that whole thing confuses me. Like, the whole, when they re-release it. Yeah. It is on streaming, so... Yeah, and it was on streaming I way counted. before, um, way before, like, for example, like, Drake's mixtapes. Like, yeah, yeah. just got on streaming. But I count it. It's on my list, so okay. I count it. And it's... A nice length, you know, not like these stupid ass good music only giving us six songs. Like, yeah. This is a nice length. Mm-hmm. We're calling it an album. And the whole album is just cohesive. From start to finish, the songs just flow. Like, I don't skip any songs. That is a clear indicator when I don't have to skip a song. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, and this is actually the album that introduced me to Party Next Door. Like, I... Didn't really know him before that. You never heard the first, um... I never heard it. This was the first time I was introduced. I was actually introduced to him from you. And then when I told you... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then once you played this, then he was like, wait, you never heard of Party Next Door? Then that's when you played me all the older, older stuff. Like Break from Toronto. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. like... But this was the start, and this is, like, where I fell in love. Party, amazing. Taste, we love that. Yes, we have to bring up certain songs, I'm like, options. Muse, Her Way, SLS. The list goes on. Yeah. Sex on the Beach. I'll 
probably tried sex on the beach for the first time after listening to this. Like, I swear, I probably... We were young as fuck. Are you crazy? Yeah. We were like, that was 2014, so we were 17 going on 18. Girl, all we had to do to make sex on the beach was put some vodka, some OJ, and some cranberry juice. That's sex on the beach. I probably made that shit in my house. I am dead. But yeah. That's my number five. So, my number five is Take Care. Oh, oh my gosh. And I know a lot of people finna be sick as fuck that I put Take Care as my number five. But just just bear with me, okay? But that album is still powerful, though. It's very powerful. It's in my list, so clearly I love it. Yeah. Um, It came out in 2011, so we were sophomores in high school at the time and it's just like I I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to this like you remember where you were the first time you listened to take care bro I don't care yo we were I I remember I was home I don't know if it was like around Thanksgiving time because for some reason I remember my mom was cooking or something like that Mm. it says November 15th when is Thanksgiving it's always the third Thursday of November, so it could be, it could it could be, I don't know, but I remember I was home and I was just listening to it and I was like, oh, period, <laughs> period, like he really went for me. This off. was back when I listened to all my music on YouTube and then downloaded that shit to my iPod. Yeah, and now I'm wondering <laughs> how was I listening to it? Did I like? I definitely listened on YouTube. Did I illegally download it? Did I buy? Of the course CD? we did. Damn, I don't remember. I illegally listened to that shit. I might have bought the album. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, just that is, to me, that is Drake's best work so far. Um, I don't even know if he can ever just recapture that vibe. He can't because you know why? I feel like it was a time in his life what he was going through. Like a lot of the songs are like very like young you know? Yeah. Like, he's older now. But what's crazy is that that wasn't even his, like, first, like, struggle album. You know? Like, oh, I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it. Yeah, yeah. That was his second album. He had yeah. already catapulted into stardom. Yeah. But I feel like this kind of, like, set him, like, okay. But he was still a newbie. Yeah, he was still a newbie. But this was the album that made people realize, like, okay, this nigga is not going nowhere. Like, yeah, this solidify him. And you know what they say, too? That second album... It'll make or break you. It'll make or break you. You're either going to be solidified or you're a one-hit one. Because I'm not going to hold you. Nothing was the same. That shit was not even half of what Take Care was. It's like, Drake will never have another Marvin's Room. He will never... No. And I hate that people be trying to argue nothing was the same. I personally, I'm like, after Take Care, you think I'm supposed to, I'm going to argue about nothing was the same? I'm sorry. Like, bro, it's just not happening. Like, after you give me quality like that. You give us doing it wrong. Like, bro. <laughs> period. Good ones go. Good ones go. Like, I didn't even have a digger to be stressed about at the time. <laughs> but, bro, I was stressing listening to that when it first came out. Like, I just used to be in my feelings. Like, damn, like, he really ain't have to do us like that. He snapped, like, classic. He really snapped practice. Oh, gosh. 
Like, we did not deserve that album. Thank <laughs> God that we got it. So, no, yeah. we deserved it because we we always got to shift through all this trash as music out here. Yeah. But you know what? I we feel like... A, we need a few classics. This is a sidebar. I feel like when we were in high school, like, yo, that's some of the best music that ever came out. Like, I feel like once we graduated high school, it was just like, music just... But you know what's crazy, too? A lot of the songs that we listened to in high school, once I got to college, like, everybody kind of judged me for knowing the songs. Like what? Not Take Care, of course. Take Care, everyone. That's everyone's dream, right? Mm -hmm. But even the stuff that we was just jamming to, like Travis Porter. Oh, we were, like, ghetto, though. We yeah, like... but, like, that doesn't <laughs> mean that like... those songs wasn't good. Those songs was good. We loved Travis Porter in high school. We like, went to the concert. We I used the to album. be a huge Waka Flocka fan in high yeah. school. Like, I used to listen to real, like, hood shit in high school. Yeah. And that was some of the best times in my life. Like, we used to go to concerts, like... Once I graduated high school, it was like music just was trash. <laughs> Throw it in the fucking trash. The mixtapes trash. Like, mixtapes just don't have that same feeling no more. Like, remember we used to be like, yo, Wale got a new mixtape? Yeah. Yo, that used to be the highlight. Like, yeah. now it's like, okay, and had that shit right on replay and be like, wow, Wale killed that what shit. What a time to be alive. Shout out to Wale. He don't get the recognition he deserves. Yes, but we also want him to stop complaining. <laughs> That's what we wanted. We want. We want him to enjoy his life with his girlfriend and stop complaining. He will never stop complaining. He's a Virgo. <sighs> Just like Joe Button. Oh, That's shit. why they're friends. Yep. <laughs> That's all they want to do is yell and complain. Like, I love it. It's funny, but I could never be with a nigga like that. Like headaches all day every day i'll pass so what's your number four okay so my number four are you ready for this mm-hmm. trap soul really i scrolled past that when i was like trying to figure out my list and i was like i fucking love this shit but it can't go on my list though it it caught me at a really good time like i was abroad when it came out so it was just it just fit a void in my life yeah Y'all could imagine listening to all this damn techno out there. I needed that shit. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, I think just the sound of it. Like how he say Trap Soul. That shit. Different. One thing about Trap Soul, the transitions are so fucking good. Like you can really listen to that shit straight through. Straight and through. it sounds cohesive. Yup. And he, again, no, I can't even name one song that I would skip. I think that. His lyrics, that was his struggle album. Like, he talking about shit that's really going on with him as someone who don't got it or someone who just got that song. Yeah. Just got that one hit. Like, the just got that from chance. Kentucky, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he had a lot of shit to talk about. Learning about his shit with his, his baby mom. And I think that one thing I really love is when an album has a story. Mm-hmm. And that album has a you can you can pretty much know everything he was going through in that one album. Mm -hmm. Lyrics wise, perfect. I think that he wrote some real good like not no bullshit, not no pop pop be yeah. I'm the shit. Yeah, I am. I'm it's the shit type R shit. It's a real R and B. Yeah, and and I think that we needed that at that time. Like, yeah, we needed this new that new wave of genre. This was what year? Two thousand fifteen. Oh, I was depressed 2015, so you know I was listening to this. <laughs> I had 
had this shit on repeat. I was like, baby, it's been that way. <laughs> Yo. I love Bryson. Like, okay. I hate when people try to comfort him. Like, oh, um, he makes, like, they try to say, like, he makes, like, sad music. Not just sad music, but, like, he makes, like, situationship music. You get what I'm talking about? No, he, and I get what you're saying, but like they he, say that about Summer Walker too. Like, oh, they're talking about real life. You think yeah. everybody meets someone and says, "Wow, you're gonna be my girlfriend, you're gonna be my boyfriend," and that's but that's, that's what our age group had. Like, we have situationships, so I don't know what else y'all want us to talk about. That's that is they're talking about real life shit. Like, it's not their fault that this is the vibes. This nowadays. is our truth. Wait, do I like it? No, but. What am I supposed to do? They're they're speaking about their truth. Mm-hmm. Do I want them to lie? No. Yeah. I love Bryson Tiller. That's a good choice. I really wish that his second album was way better. I liked it. I really did like it. I didn't like it on first listen, but since he's been gone so long, it's like, bitch, I have nothing else to listen to, so let me get into <sighs> it. And I got like three songs on that shit. I like it. It's cool. It's kind of long, isn't it? Right? Yeah, and the fact that only like four, three, four songs is like garbage. I don't like long albums. I think that's kind of what turned me off from it. But um, I don't care about the length. But I will say, Bryson, when you do come back, please give us Trap Soul Tease. Cause this- I don't know if it's going to be Trap Soul Tease because he's happy now. So I don't know. <laughs> he got a girl and having a new baby. Like I'm going to be tired if this shit what. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to be so mad. We'll see. Please, Bryson. Please. Okay, what's your number four? My number four is Dangerously in Love. Oh, I, I, yeah, I can see that. By Beyonce, of course. You are always quoting that album. 2003, I was a fucking baby, of course. But um, I feel like as an adult, I really appreciate that album now especially as her like debut like this was her debut album and she was really going off like that like crazy in love is literally her like on her debut album like can you imagine how many people can like say they had a debut like that that shit is wild to me not that many but especially her coming out of Destiny Child, nobody thought she was yeah, gonna make it. They it was, was like, like, What is she about to give? Like people really used to think that Ashanti was gonna like go harder than Beyonce yeah. at the time. You remember yeah. that, right? Yeah, because that was Because Ashanti was that girl at she the already, time. She was already solidified as that girl at the time and it's like Beyonce's here, this is her chance. So it's like we don't know. And she bodied it. Listen. She changed the game. Crazy in Love, Naughty Girl, Baby Boy. Like, that. that's the first three songs. Is that songs. the album with signs on it? Yes, babes. Period. How the first three songs on the album chart toppers? Chart toppers. She didn't even have to be like, guys, let's put some money behind Me, it. myself, and I. That's, oh my God, I still sing that all the time when I'm upset. Dangerously in Love too. <laughs> Come on, like she really killed it, and of course, you know I like the album cuts. That's how you like it with Jay Z, a bop, signs. We love that astrology yeah. queen. And we, <laughs> we love that. That's why I was like, I had to make sure that was the one with written it. and produced by Missy Elliott. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, 
Oh my God. She killed yes. She killed yes. She killed I be going in when I sing yes. Like, and only true fans know yes. Yeah. Because I've had a lot of people be like, what's yes? And if you don't know these album cuts off of um, Dangerously in Love, please, I'm begging you. And I promise you, you will appreciate it way more since you're an adult. Like, my sister used to play this album all the time when I was young. And of course, it's like, oh, yeah, it's Beyonce. Like, it's good, right? But now that I'm older, I'm like, yo, she really bought like this album she really killed it like this is my favorite Beyonce album too like period she's had a lot of albums so that says a lot (laughs) yeah this is my favorite Beyonce album okay that's my number four what's your number three all right so we up to three and my number three album is by Nivea what yes (laughs) can you believe it I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> what? Yes, it's her first album. Okay. Her first album. Okay, so backstory. This was the first album I ever bought. Love that. Taste. Taste. At a young age. Look at that. Okay. First album. Is that the album with okay on it? No, or is that her second that's album? The, that was second album. This is the album with Laundry Laundry Matt. Okay. I fucking love this album. And I was just taste. To prepare for this I really listened to the album, and I was like, ah, like, I forgot the feelings of hearing this album. Like, I'm just transported back, playing that shit on my little CD player. Yeah. It came out in 2001. Bitch, we were young. <laughs> so I had to have been, like, five, six we when was I got five. <laughs> and I was bumping. I was bumping to this song. Now. I'm sure you guys do not know this album. <laughs> maybe so, they do. Maybe they real ones. And maybe. But I know Nivea is one of those that, you know, nobody really talks about her. But this album has Laundromat. It has Don't Mess With My Man. Oh, period. If you mess with my man. Ooh. I'm going to bring it to If you don't know that song, eight. please do your homework. Please. And on her debut album, she had Lil Wayne on there. Love that for her. <laughs> She was solidifying the bag. Um, Period. She had Nick Cannon. And before y'all laugh, Nick Cannon was the shit in 01. That was a big, was. That's a big feature for yeah. 01. And then, of course, she had Jagged Edge. Well, Brian from Jagged Edge. Oh, mm-hmm. Don't mess with my man. Oops. Sorry, y'all. Don't try to uh, copyright us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But she had, like, have... Y'all need to go listen to Have Mercy. If you don't listen to anything else, listen to Have Mercy, No Doubt, and Still in Love. You are going to be I can't believe that's the first album that you bought. It's the first album. I'm trying to think, what was the first album that I bought? I don't know. I don't know. I can't think that I bought this one, and then the next one I bought was Ashanti. Okay, yeah. But I bought the one where Rock With You and um, all those other ones on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't say that's on my top list, but love her. Love that for you. Um, my number three is Control by SZA. Oh my god, you played this album so much. Let me just talk, because I'm really about to get in my bag right now. Because, honestly, I just fucking love that album. Like, and I don't know if I love it so much because the bitch has left us high and dry since. Like, the album came out in 2017. Summer 2017. Is she ever coming back? Let's pray about it. (laughs) She be, like, posting snippets and shit. But I feel like she's very 
indecisive and just like unsure same thing that happened with control because i don't know if you remember but like control was pushed back so many times yeah and when she started talking about it she just was saying like she was just frustrated because she never knew like when it was done but i'm glad that she put it out when she did because that album is just like it's so important to me and i feel like rush perfection you can't and you will never know especially as like a creative you're probably like oh i can fix this i can fix that but then it's like somebody else will look at it and like this shit is amazing you know but yeah that album is so important to me like it's just I don't know, especially because I was a SZA fan since, like, high school mm-hmm. when she was, like, mixtape days and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really waiting, waiting and waiting and waiting for this album. Obviously, yeah. it's the album with The Weeknd on it. Um, what other singles were off that album? Broken Clocks. Broken Clocks. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. It just, every time I listen to it, it's like I get a different message from it. Because it's really just her talking about, like, all her struggles through her mm-hmm. 20s and what she's been through and, and shit I like, like that. I like that she talks about her insecurities. Her insecurities. Nobody want to talk about their insecurities. Everybody want to act like, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes, as women, we get those insecurities yes we brush it off yes we say you know what shake out of that yeah but at least the initial feeling we want somebody to give us something that we could relate to in that way yeah and you could show us like yeah i felt that way but look how i am now look where it took me mm-hmm. look where i'm at now yeah i don't want to have to hear i'm a bad bitch <laughs> and give me and i'm skimmy y'all niggas like i don't want to have to hear that all the time <laughs> That's not what I want to hear all the time. Oh my god, I'm dying. But yeah, I'm, different moods. Yeah, different moods. Um, and she's honest on it. Like, who you know gonna go on their album and say like, yeah, I've been secretly like fucking your homeboy while you were in Vegas on Valentine's Day. The fuck, is you talking about? She's crazy. She <laughs> like, crazy. I took that to the grave. Yeah, I just love that <laughs> album. Um. Some of my favorite songs are, I love prom, and I love prom so much because I used to skip it. Like, when the album first mm-hmm. came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? Skip. But eventually I was like, wait, you know those songs like you just go back to, and you're like, hold the fuck up. Like, yeah. she really was saying something on here. And it's just her talking about, like, um, she's a fuck up, and she's just like, saying like I promise like I'll get better when I get older like I'm trying basically like you know so I love that song and yeah I feel like if you haven't listened to Control like in you know it's entirety go listen to it it's really fucking good it's just really fucking good I love it that's my number three SZA okay so we're on to number two oh my god we getting we yes we're gonna do it yes babes okay so my number two is Fame by Chris Brown. Bitch, I, and this is what I was talking about. I knew she was about to have some Chris Brown album on here. I didn't know which one. You didn't but know which I one, knew. but you knew it was going to be Chris knew. Brown. Because I love Chris Brown. Listen, I was contemplating not putting him on my list, but I thought about making his first album like an honorable mention. That was a great album. Because too. that album was just my life. At one point, when I was, like, I don't know how old I was when that album came out, but that album was my life. That album is a great album. But I chose Fame because, one, 
that was the album that he put out after the whole thing with Rihanna. I also love that album too. I actually went to uh his concert for this album. The Fame, yeah. You got it. You smart. My mind at the time, but now I would never. Anyway. <laughs> We're not talking about that. Now, this is the album that he put out after that whole situation. And we're not even going to go back and forth about that situation. But what I do want to say is, he was going through a lot. And everybody said he was done. Mm-hmm. He turned around and gave us a classic. Then he won a fucking Grammy. And that's just, like, so amazing to be able to... Just as a fan, I'm like, yes, because I actually really love this album. I love that he has something for everybody. He has hip-hop on here, R&B on here. He even have that little techno stuff on here. Mm-hmm. To this day, the fact that he gave me the, them techno songs, like, that still saves me when I go to the clubs, the techno clubs. Because I wouldn't know not one song, but when that beautiful people come on, yeah, it's like, it's familiar. That was a big song for him. And I actually love that song. I don't like all the other techno stuff. <laughs> but he made it for me to actually love it. So I, I just like that how there's so many different sounds. You know, he was still hopeful for love in some of these songs. Classic section, of course. Mm-hmm. But he even gave us hip-hop. Like, Look At Me Now. That was a huge song. Other than that, it's a good hip-hop song. Like, that's a real in-your-face. Like, oh, shit. And it's a different sound to it, too. Like, he, he played around with it. Mm-hmm. He played around with the different sounds, and he wasn't scared to try something new. He had Justin Bieber on here. He gave us our R&B Justin. You know he how we feel about R&B that. King, JB. Yes, you know how you feel about that. Outside of the main singles, I would say Beg For It has one of the best runs he's ever sang in his life. Yeah, that was a bop. That run in the end, that shit, I always, every time I hear it, I'm like, yo, my heart, I can't take it. His voice is just... He killed it. Mm-hmm. Like, that for him. I really love this this album. I just can't even understand, like, his mindset and even creating this shit. Like, it's just crazy. He snapped. He really did. Even, like, No Bullshit. We still listen to No Bullshit to this day. And this album came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. We were, like, sophomores or something. Yeah. Loyal should have been on here. But that was just outside, I guess. I don't know what album that was on. Loyal? Yeah. These Hoes Ain't Loyal? Yeah. What? That didn't come out till we was like seniors, girl. Because remember? Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was our anthem. That was our anthem, senior you're right, year. You're right. You're right. Okay. I got my The East Coast up. version. I hate the West Coast yeah. version. That shit is ass. They sh- that's what happens when you start fucking with shit. Yeah. You that's like fucking sweetie. You know, she got so many fucking remixes. Oh my god. Leave it alone. Leave it. I do like Janae's little uh thingy yes. on my type, but Carisha, Carisha, please. And you told me. We about, didn't need it. That's only one remix. She has a Spanish one too, right? Yes. <laughs> and then and then on top of that, I'm on the train today and my my Spotify just go to the next song uh-huh. off this like new music for you playlist yeah. that they create for you, right? It's another damn remix of my type. With who? Wale, French Montana. What? And T-Will Savage. Or so Savage, whatever. The African yeah. artist. That's so random. So fucking random. And I'm sitting there like another she fucking trying to get image? streams, sweetie. Yeah, no. Let it go. They're beating a dead horse. And Wale for even getting on that? What um label is she signed to? Do you know? Warner. But Warner, Warner Bros. Records. Okay. 
which is under Warner Music Group. Mm-hmm. But she is signed to the same label as Wale. So I'm like, all right, yeah. fine. What the fuck, French? <laughs> <laughs> and then T-Wall, you're an African artist, and you get on my type? She seen that and was like, I need to get on this. As I'm soon trying as she to get started, I turned it off. <laughs> now I want to listen to it and laugh. I just want to make it clear, I am not promoting that song as something to listen to. However, if you want to go listen to yet another remix of That's My Type, That's My Type. Yeah, like, it's kind of been beat to the ground, sweetie. She going, she going to perform it everywhere. She going to Gabrielle Union's birthday. She performed it. Really? Yeah, she performing that. Yo, she, when I say she is the queen of milking a single to the bone. Because I Cause she did the same thing for Icy Girl. Let me not say nothing negative, cause I like Sweetie. I like her as a person, but I feel like they need to keep doing this every time she has a pop and single, cause they don't know what's gonna happen next. You can't milk a single this much. This is crazy. I don't, I can't even think of another example. Of somebody milking a single this much. Uh, Lil Nas. Didn't he have hella remixes to um Old Town Road? Yeah. I don't know that many remixes. He does have mad remixes, bruh. I don't, was it, it was obviously the one with Billy Ray, but then, um, what? He had one with, um, that Mason whatever boy, you know the little white boy? Oh, I see. And then he had one with Diplo. That was getting a little beat to the ground, too. Ridiculous. Come on. That's all you could, that's all you could give us? Go back in the booth. Okay. Anyway, what's your number two? Okay, so yeah, like I said, um... PND two is my number two. Yes, <sighs> just because um, lots of sentimental reasons. Like that was just my shit at the time. Like her way. I remember this is when I still had like iTunes on my computer, and you know it would tell you like how many times you listen to a song. Mm-hmm. There was a point when I listened to that song like three thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> not even kidding like that was my number one played song yeah like, i used to listen to that shit on repeat back to back to back to back because i just love this album like oh my god he snapped he wrote he produced most of the whole thing like we love party party if you listen to this please come back like i don't know we what know you're coming back we're gonna put that positive energy we okay yeah yeah back. let's put positive energy out yes. we know he's coming back but, and we can't wait. And I'm, I have to defend him because a lot of people like to talk shit and say he hasn't been good since Party Next Door 2. But, like, you niggas just don't have no taste. Yes, because 3 was a good album. It was. And don't and honestly, for this list, I contemplated a little bit. Me too. Because you know we love Party Next Door 3. Yes. <laughs> we love Don't Know How. Okay, period. Spiteful. Period. What else? Um, um, Transparency. What's that other song? Um, not nice. Of course, not nice. Yes. Yeah, you're not nice. <laughs> yes, that's my song. I love party, but yeah, party next door too. Like that was my shit at the time. Um, grown woman. It's like every couple of months, I have a new favorite song from Party Next Door too. I always go back and forth between Bout It and Options. However, the other songs are amazing. I can play those a billion times, just like I can play Bout It or Options a billion times. Yeah. Muse, 
he killed it. He just, I don't know, he snapped. Like, we love that. Love that for him. Um, yeah. Love that. That's my number two. Wow, friend, we got a one in common. Yeah, I'm shocked. Not really. I'm not that shocked. I thought you would have had to take care on yours. I thought about it. I really did, but this was too short. (laughs) I had to to make some cuts. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) We might do another list one day. It won't be albums, though. We got to think of something else. Yeah, maybe artists or songs. That's like hard songs. I know, that's way too hard. I don't think we could do that. Or maybe like top song from our top five album. I don't know. We'll song. figure it out. Yeah, we'll think about it. Alright, so we down to the last one. Period. My number one album. You wanna guess? Is it a girl or a guy? It's a guy. A guy? Is it a Bow Wow album? Hell no! <laughs> you love Bow Wow I though. I did though, I did. But I think I loved his look more than his music. Um... It's a guy. It's a guy. You haven't said your rap album yet. That was honorable mention, though. Oh, shit. So it's an R&B album? Mm-hmm. Is it Usher? Mm-hmm. It's Usher? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was so smart. Oh, my God. I love that for me. Like, I'm really smart. But which she one? really Is does it? know me, though. Oh, it's Confessions. Period. Period. <laughs> wow. you for the rest of your life wow that's an amazing choice amazing i'm proud of you friend <laughs> you said you never gonna have to not listen to usher another day I in your life i am so proud of you friend. you are gonna listen to this album forever listen <sighs> we got listen. go down the list yeah, shall we yeah, let's go down the list first of all he had the nerve to even do an expanded edition that's a whole nother babes. Yeah, that's the hyper yeah, song. Yeah. That's that's the song when you wanna dance, you wanna get in your bag and that song grow was back. everywhere. That shit was on 106 and Park every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. Then we got throwback. Oh can we just talk about throwback real quick? <laughs> because I feel like only real ones really know about throwback like and i really wish i could play this for y'all right now the the commercial people because you know they did play throwback on the radio they used to yeah but it's just nobody remembers yeah jada kiss killed it period period like wow killed it and i all right let's keep going confessions he gave us a part one and a part two. A Which part one is your one? favorite? Lit. Ooh. Because <laughs> you, you know he went in when he said, every time I was in Nelly, <laughs> I was with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> but then he said, these are my confessions. Like, how do you pick between the two? Like, I don't know. Which one did you? You like the first one better. You really know me, but yes, part one is definitely my Peabody. favorite out of the two. He but said, I was out doing my dirt. Period. He was really. Period. But was it, this is the biggest, uh, you know, mystery. Was it about him? 
Or was it about, wasn't it supposed to be about Jermaine Dupri? They want to say it's about Jermaine Dupri. Bitch, it's about Usher. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to think it's about Jermaine Dupri because that makes it less interesting. I know, but being that Chili, the one that said it, she pissed me off. For real? Why she tell us? But she didn't want us to think that she got played, you know? Yeah, because she was like, I was so mad he was getting all this money just because everybody thinks it's about me. Yeah. Wow, this song. Part one and part two, he bodied. Burn. Burn. Period. Everybody love that song. Period. Period. And if you were a real one, you remember the um little episode of Boondocks <laughs> when my nigga was singing uh Let It Burn. Iconic. Um, caught up. A Bob. I forgot about that song. It's I haven't sad. heard that in a minute. Y'all, y'all liking these trash albums. Why am I still going? I'm still naming songs. Track after track. Superstar. Man. I'll be your groupie, baby. He body. Yes. Fucking bad girl. That's what it's made for. Oh my God. That's what it's made for. I, I think that was one of the, that was the beginning to me learning about what the hell sex was. Really? Yeah. How when did this album come out? Two thousand and four. So he was like eight. Eight. Yep. Man, I my boo. Yeah. That was that was that. Can you handle it? The list goes on, y'all. Number one best album, in my opinion. You're and mine. I dare anybody to argue with me. Friend, your list was very shocking. To me. <laughs> I'm proud of you. All right. I'm going to stop talking because I can talk about I thought you was about to have some foolery. I'm not going to hold you. Why are you trying to disrespect me? Because you I... be listening to that nonsense <laughs> sometimes. I'll be like Aziza. But you know, you know this. For me, I have music that I listen to that I like. But then I, I know what a classic is. Like, I know yeah. what's top quality and what is we just. You know what's, what's, what's good taste. Yeah, I know. It's just sometimes my body just want to just jam out to stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I don't care. So, um, my number one, obviously, it has to be My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, by my God. Uh, I could not, as much as I wanted to, I could not leave Kanye off my list. Kanye is my dark twist. Oh, my God. If you know me, you know. Yeah, you know. You were OD. I was like the Kanye stan. You really were. And it's actually fucking embarrassing. I remember <laughs> she spent so much money on his concert one year. This was like a long time ago, too. Yeah, I went to, um, which one? I went to Yeezus tour. And I remember thinking to myself, she really gonna spend all that fucking money? And that was, to this day, that's the best concert I've ever been to in my life. That shit was- I was shocked. Fire! I- so you spent it. You gonna spend how much to go see Kanye? Well, really, my dad spent it. Shout yes, out to my dad. When I seen that number, I'm like, <laughs> shout Ooh. out to my dad, man. But yeah, I I was a big Kanye stand. Like I used to have like the um the I had all his physical CDs, and then I had like the specials. I had his VH1 special on CD and DVD, like, don't fucking play with me. I was a big, I was the real Kanye stan. But, yeah, like, this is Kanye's, like, prime. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And I feel like, to a lot of people, this is his last good album. I disagree, because I liked um, Yeezus, and I liked Life of Pablo. I mean, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah, it wasn't horrible to me. It wasn't bad. 
So it was good enough. Yeah, it was good enough. Not um, on no one's list, but good enough. Yeah, it was decent. Um, I just feel like a lot of people just think of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy as like okay this is like the last good kanye album Mm -hmm. so like it's his best one by default um every song on this album is fucking amazing uh we start off with dark fantasy of course amazing gorgeous with kid cuddy he has fucking raekwon on a song yep keep it coming like he has power that shit was in every fucking commercial everything (laughs) All the Gatorade commercials and shit. Oh my, shit. I can still picture it. Yeah. Um, all of the lights. That's my favorite. A bop. Then we have the very iconic monster, where Nicki Minaj really body Kanye, Jay-Z, and Rick Ross. Like, how she do that? She was the best on that whole... She, how she, she body... You want your own song. Like, literally. <laughs> she bought I mean, I kind of expected her to body Kanye because Kanye isn't the best lyricist. But how you body Jay-Z, Jay-Z that's crazy. And then she said that's that's when Jay-Z gave her her respect. Yeah. It, like, you have to. You have to. We got to give that to her. We don't know what she's dealing with right now. but We don't, give her <laughs> we don't know what she's dealing with right We don't know. <laughs> we don't know where it went with... We don't know if it was Safari. We don't know, man. Yeah, we don't know what that was, but... It was Nikki. She bodied it. The delivery... Killed it. Um, you could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Period. <laughs> the video, iconic. Oh, iconic. Like, we love that. Um, we have Soul Paul, Swiss Beats, Jay-Z, Pusha T, Psy High, RZA. Like, come on. Real hip-hop shit. Like, don't play. Can't deny. And as much as everybody fucking hates Pusha T now, and I be talking shit about him too sometimes, like, <laughs> that nigga could really rap his ass off. Like, I remember being a child and, like, seeing the clips, and I was like, yo, they're hard as fuck. Like, my mom used to, like, say they were ugly and shit. But <laughs> we, always was, we always was like, yo, like, their music is hard as fuck. And everybody did the fucking beat in the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. Y'all know y'all did the grinding beat. <laughs> so respect, push a T. Um yeah, of course, you know, it has all the popular songs, Run Away. Yeah. You got Blame Game with um that iconic breakdown at the end. It's just a great album. That's my number one album. I love it. It came with the uh the DVD, the Short length film, love that, love that for him. He's a fucking coon now, and if you disagree, you could literally suck a dick. I don't <laughs> care. But yeah, I feel like this was like the shit to me at the time. And at like, least we had it, right? It's yeah, nice. I'm so glad that so he at like least a time gave capsule. us that. Yeah. But yeah, fuck him now. <laughs> oh well, I mean, this new album's coming out. Are you gonna listen? It's out already. Oh shit! And I'm not listening to that. She, shit. I don't even know because my ass is so far removed from him. I'm not listening to that shit. Okay. So what's honorable your honorable mention works for me and you? What's uh, your honorable mention? My honorable mention has to be um, it's Kid Cudi's "Man on the Moon" too. 
legend of Mr. Rager. Because also, if you know me, I'm also a humongous Kid Cudi stan. I love him so much. I'm so grateful that he has not um, become problematic. (laughs) Because at least I can stand (laughs) one person. Damn, like... I don't know what the fuck Kanye was thinking. Yeah, he dealt with his shit, but he dealt with it on his own. Yeah. He just wants to be healthy. Yes. So, like, that album is just, like, it's my favorite Kid Cudi album. I feel like it's his best album. Um, If you're a real, like, Kid Cudi fan, you know. Like, that album had all the bobs. It had Erase Me, Mr. Rager, um... He has fucking Mary J. Blige on that album. Like, just real music shit. Mm. So, yeah, that's my honorable mention. Okay. I was gonna pick... This is why I was telling you I was gonna pick uh, Riot by Paramore. Because mm. in middle school, that used to be my shit, bro. Yeah, and we all was like, what the fuck? I, I love Paramore. <laughs> they like, got if one you song don't I like. like Paramore, at least one song by Paramore. They got one song I like. I'm judging you. I'm trying to figure out what's the name of that song that I like from Paramount. Is it um only exception? No. Um is it Damn, it's not even a top popular. God damn. That's what you get. When oh, you, you let yeah. your heart win. <laughs> a bop. Bop. Alright. So my honorable mention is All Eyes on Me. By All Tupac. Really? Yes. That shit did I listen to it when we were kids? No. But I did no. not appreciate it. I was dumb. But when I got older, I actually sat down and listened to the whole album. That shit is lit as fuck. First of all, how do you want it? Period. Period. <laughs> Ambitious of Azerata, like... Oh, period. Come on. Like, the way that, I guess, Drake did the beats on top of the way that he rapped with the, like, bouncy shit. Mm-hmm. It just all fit. I just didn't put this as one of my top five because I just felt like I haven't listened to it enough to say like yeah and I feel this like this is my person but I feel like as an album as a cohesive album this shit is top fucking quality yeah like you can't argue with me and say this shit is trash oh picture me rolling is on this album too wow his mind his fucking mind and it's like the way that he chose to talk about the shit that he wants to talk about, like he ain't just throw it in. I ain't mad at you. Oh my god, I love that song. Bob. And it's just like, wow, I fucking love this album. But it's just crazy. I didn't even realize how much I loved it until way later. Yeah, that's how it be though. That's how it was for me with uh, Dangerously in Love. And it, it took it took a long time for me to really get like and so now it's like when I see the, when I listen to this album I feel like I'm in a, a, a certain time period and like just mm-hmm. the way that they was really rocking to their songs mm-hmm. it's like damn yo like they was they for real for real was like bumping yeah just bumping with the beat yes love so, that yeah. so I hope you guys enjoyed this little you know it's a little off of what we normally do but I feel like this is fun and obviously, we want to hear what you guys' top five albums are. Like, 
Yeah, don't come for my... Yeah, don't try to come for us because I'm ready to argue. So... (laughs) We will go back and forth. We can go back and forth, (laughs) sweetie. So, yeah, we're gonna... Whenever we post this, we're gonna leave, like, a little thing open so you guys can tell us what's your top five albums or just, if you don't have a top five, what's your favorite album... You want to hear what you think of our choices. If you don't know some of our choices, do your fucking homework. That's your homework for this week. Yes. <laughs> Go listen to some of these albums. Because... I will say mine is more R&B. So yeah. if you don't listen to R&B, okay, fine. I'll let you rock. Yeah. But I feel like yours is a mixture. It's so a mix. you should be able yeah. to listen. If you either listen to hip-hop or R&B. If you don't listen to hip-hop or R&B, you need to. Yeah, at you least need to you'll find at least something you like in one of these albums. It's a first for everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, tell us what you guys' favorite albums are. Uh, yeah. Follow us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at The Noir Girl Experience. Um, on Twitter, Noir Girl EXP. Um, you can follow me, Zaria, on Instagram and Twitter at HeyIt'sPoochie, H-E-Y-I-T-S-P-O-O-C-H-I-E. And you can follow me on Instagram. So mine is at A-Z-I-Z-Z-A-H-M. And, um, we really just want to thank y'all for still rocking with us. We're on episode seven. episode seven. Lucky number seven. And yeah, make sure you guys subscribe, rate, leave a review. That's very important. And share it with a friend. Yeah, I mean, like, we see the growth. Yes. And we really appreciate it. So yeah, we love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.